Good evening, my lovely viewers. Today is another night that we're going to discuss our usual lesson. My name is Brother Paul Orphan, and uh, I'm here with you tonight to start another lesson, which is a different lesson altogether. Just remind you that the lesson we started two weeks ago, uh, I think we completed it last week, and the title was The Kingdom uh, of God. So if uh, you haven't had the chance to uh, listen to that lesson, please look for these videos on my Facebook page. You can also find them on YouTube when you type Paul Offen. All my videos will come and you'll find these videos there. And also you can get them on the Radio Republic, which is audio version and also on podcasts. So the title is The Kingdom of God. I have explained what the Kingdom of God means and whether the Kingdom of God has come or not. And um, I use the scriptures to prove that we have the kingdom of God today. So, tonight, as I said, it's an entirely different lesson. And the topic for tonight is false doctrine or teaching, Satan's strategy to destroy Christianity. False doctrine or teaching, Satan's strategy to destroy Christianity. Now, why am I teaching this topic? This topic is very dear to my heart. And I think by the time I finish, you will understand why I have to teach this topic. Now today, don't you find confusion in Christianity? Yes, if you haven't find confusion in Christianity, then you are just, uh, you know, you were born just yesterday. But if you have followed Christianity in the world today, you can see a massive confusion in Christianity. The question is, why this? The question is, why this? Now, one of the deadliest weapons that the devil has been using to destroy the lost church and Christianity is false doctrine. I call false doctrine as the deadliest weapon or weapon of mass destruction. And you understand when this lesson is over. We have just started it. It's going to be in series. So today is part one. Next week, God's willing, we're going to bring part two. Now, I said false doctrine is a weapon the devil is using today to destroy Christianity. You know, Satan in diverse ways since the inception of Christianity, you know, has been on attack on the Christians. His aim is to destroy the genuine Christian religion. That is his aim, to destroy genuine Christian religion. And that is what Satan seeks to achieve. You understand? To eliminate it, and also to replace it with a pseudo-Christianity. 
and get many people into destruction. When I say pseudo-Christianity, what does it mean? We have genuine Christianity that the scripture talk about. But what is being practiced today is a pseudo-Christianity. It's a false Christianity. It's been presented as a genuine Christianity. But that is not the Christi uh, uh, what you know, Jesus Christ brought into the world. And you understand why I'm saying this when this lesson, you know, uh, gets somewhere. You see, in the first century, when Christianity uh, began, Satan used extreme persecutions from both Jews and the Romans with the sole aim of destroying Christ's church at that time. And when he was unsuccessful in destroying the church of Christ, he changed his modus operandi and now is using false teachers, false doctrine, fake pastors, fake prophets, pseudo-Christianity to pursue his agenda. That is to destroy and eliminate the genuine Christianity that Jesus Christ set up now i'm saying we're good we're talking about false doctrine and false teaching what is false doctrine and how does the false doctrine or false teaching look like in actual fact before we can identify which doctrine or teaching is false we must first find out if there is any standard doctrine or teaching given to christ followers if we don't have a standard doctrine, we cannot compare it to any doctrine that we can call a false doctrine or a false teaching. We have to have a standard doctrine given to Christ's followers to follow. Then we can, you know, say that this is false or this is right. And when false doctrine is identified, then whoever is promoting that doctrine or teaching whether an individual or a religious organization, then we can consider them as false teachers, false prophets, and or a false church. You understand? One thing you have to understand is Jesus Christ never left his followers without a pattern or a standard doctrine to follow. Jesus wouldn't do that. You understand? And if there is standard doctrine then all christ followers must speak and teach the same thing because if we have the standard doctrine or the standard teaching there why is it that church a and church b are teaching differently there should be a standard doctrine or teaching that all christ followers follow if you have just you have just joined me we are discussing false teaching and false doctrine, Satan's strategy to destroy Christianity. And now what we are discussing now is, you know, how can you identify a false doctrine or a false teaching? And I'm saying that before you can identify which doctrine is false, then we need to have a standard, a standard, a, a standard what? Doctrine or teaching which you can compare you understand now paul the apostle says something 
First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Knowing that we have a pattern, we have a doctrine, and we have a teaching. Listen to what Paul said. In First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. I read, he said, I'll appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree. All of you Christians agree, and that there may be no divisions among you. Now, if you all have the pattern or the standard doctrine or teaching, why should there be divisions among us? If there is uh, those who did mathematics, you you have uh, what do you call it when you are doing ad mass, there is uh, I even forgotten what I'm trying to say uh, a pattern, the equation they give you the equation, and then they give you some numbers to solve it. Now, what the teacher is expecting from all the students when the equation is given. The teacher is expecting the same answer. You understand? Because you have a standard equation that you have to follow. In the same way, if Christ left as a pattern, a standard teaching or doctrine, then all Christians must come to one conclusion. In the but is that what you see today? And you think there is nothing wrong with Christianity. False teaching, false doctrine, Satan's strategy to destroy the genuine Christianity. My brothers and sisters, let's continue what Paul was saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, chapter 1, verse 10. It says, And that there may be no divisions among you, but that you may be united in the same mind and in the same judgment. Which means all Christians have to have the same mind, the same judgment. I use students as an example. If you have the equation put on the board and the teacher gives you some figures to use the equation to solve, he expects all the students to come up with one answer. And that is the same mind. And in the same judgment, because you have the pattern there. Now, if Jesus left us with a standard doctrine or teaching, then where is it? Where is the standard doctrine? You understand? Now, back in the Old Testament, Moses made a revelation there, a prophecy. If you read Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 18 and 19, God revealed to Moses, and this is what he said, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among your brothers. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words, that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require aid of him. What brought about this conversation there? Israelites were before Sinai and God was speaking to them. 
And before God spoke, the thing they saw was something they couldn't stand. So they told Moses, we have praised to approach the mountain. Please go and listen, God, and come and tell us. And we will do you. So Moses approached God and said, God, the people are afraid. They cannot approach the mountain. But the things that happen, oh, they cannot come in close. And God said, well, that is good. Now, I'm going to bring somebody. And when that person comes, I'll put my words in his mouth. And that person will speak to you. And whoever will not listen to the words that the person or the, 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 the prophet is going to say, then I myself will require it of him. Now, who is this prophet that God was talking about? Fast forward to the New Testament when you read John chapter 1 verse 45. Philip confirmed that to Nathaniel the one Moses was talking about is Jesus of Nazareth. And here, the reason why I, 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 I read that chapter or that, that, that uh, quotation is that God said, I'm going to put my words in his mouth. And whatever will come from him is from me. So, Jesus Christ if we have found that he is the one Moses was talking about, then all Christians, we must get our information from Christ because God said he's going to put his word into his mouth. If you understand. Now, when Jesus was identified as the prophet Moses talked about, he, Jesus, made this clear statement. Now, he made this statement in John chapter 12, verse 48 to 49. And what did he say? He said, and I quote, The one who rejects me, Christ, and does not receive my words, has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. So in the last days, there's no other book that Jesus is going to use to judge you than his words that he has spoken. So whatever Jesus has said, that is what he's going to use to judge you. And where are Jesus' words? Where are they written? And Jesus' words become his teachings, his doctrines that he gave to the apostles send into the world now listen again he continued by saying that for i have not spoken on my own authority but the father who sent me has himself given me a commandment what to say and what to speak so you see that this is confirming what you know the prophecy moses gave God said, I will put my words in this prophet's mouth. Which means, whatever he's going to say is not from his own authority or from his own accord, but is from me, God. And here Jesus is saying that 
the words I'm speaking is not from my own authority, but from the Father who sent me. And he has given me this commandment. What to say and what to speak. John chapter 12, verse 48 and 49. We are trying to find out if there's any standard teaching or standard doctrine. Then we can compare to any doctrine at all. After which we can say that this doctrine is a false doctrine or false teaching. But if we don't have any teaching at all, which is, a, 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 I mean, a, a pattern for us, how can we compare to say that somebody is teaching false doctrine or false teaching? If you follow me, because if you look into the Bible, the Bible tells us to be uh, to beware with false teaching. The Bible tells us that we have to be very careful with false teaching and false doctrine. But how can we identify if we don't have the original teaching? And that is why we're trying to find out what the original teaching is. Now Jesus sent his disciples into the world with his doctrine. Now what did he say? Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Baptizing them. And do what? Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. So there is something that Jesus Christ wants us to teach those who will baptize to observe. Teaching them to observe something. So those things Jesus Christ wants us to observe become his doctrine. He wants people to observe those things. So don't tell me this is my church doctrine. It doesn't matter. You have your church doctrine. Really? What about the one Jesus said? Teach them to obey. So they read doctrine, teaching in the Bible. And if we are able to find that, then we can say this is a false doctrine, a false teaching. Let me tell you, what is bringing confusion in Christianity is false doctrine, false teaching, false teachers, false prophets, false ministers, false men of God, the people who claim to come from God, they are causing this confusion and these are the people that is, are destroying Christianity. Today, Christianity has become, you know, a life in stock. People are ridiculing Christianity. Because the people who call themselves men of God, the things they are teaching, oh, but let's not go there. Let's try to find out the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he handed over to the apostles, go into the world and do what? And teach people, for the people to do what? To observe them. That means we have a standard teaching. We have a standard doctrine. 
That is Matthew chapter 18, uh, chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. We have just read. Now, in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, listen to what the, 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 uh, the disciple called Luke, who wrote Acts, now, when Christianity started, all the Christians were holding fast to the teachings presented by the apostles. So in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, I read, it says, And they, who are the they? The Christians were devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of the bread and prayer. Acts chapter 2 verse 42, which means the apostles had teaching, and this is what we call the apostles' doctrine. How did the apostles come by this teaching? Remember, Jesus said, Go, I'll give you this, go and teach people to observe. So the apostle teaching were given to them by our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus trained the apostles for three good years. Those who are doing diploma and those who are doing degree, they use three years to achieve their diploma and their degree. So, sitting at the feet of Jesus Christ for three good years, all the things that Christ wants his followers, modern day Christians to know, were given to the apostles to send into the world, to teach them, to observe them. They all devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine, to the apostles' teaching. So today, if your church, you have your own doctrine, church B has its own doctrine, church C has her own doctrine, then the question is, where is the apostles' doctrine which the early Christians were, you know, embraced? The reason why there's confusion in Christianity. The reason why Satan has achieved his aim by using this lethal weapon. Weapon of mass destruction. That is false doctrine, false teaching, false teachers, false men of God. Satan is using this weapon to destroy Christianity. Now let me tell you. The apostles were guarding the doctrine of our Lord Jesus Christ like you guard your ex so that you don't get your ex, you know, uh, 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 breaking. When you are given ex, you see how you guard it. The same thing the apostles and the early Christians were guarding the teachings, the doctrines of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now the apostles were always protected this doctrine handed them back home. Now, John, who was the last apostle to die, had this to say regarding the doctrine or the teaching. If we read 2 John, it's just one chapter, verse 9 and 10. Listen to John the apostle. He said, Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teachings of Christ, does not have God. You see that? 
if you go ahead and you don't abide in the teachings of Christ. And these teachings of Christ, the same as the teachings of the apostles, because these are the teachings that was handed to the apostles. And he continued by saying that, whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. That is how serious it is. If somebody comes to you and he's not coming to you with the apostles' doctrine or the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ, but he is bringing to you the doctrine of Jehovah's Witnesses, the doctrine of the Catholics, the doctrine of Seventh-day Pentecostals, the doctrine of atheists, the doctrine of Church of Mammon, that you name it. John said, do not receive it. Because Christians, we have the pattern there. We have the doctrine given to us by Lord Jesus Christ. Second John, chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. That is what I've just read. What about Paul the Apostle? Let's listen to what the Apostle Paul also has to say about these doctrines. Now, in Galatians chapter 1, verse 8, Paul says, But even we, the Apostles, or an angel from heaven, should come to preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. Jesus said, go and preach this to the world. Teach them to observe. And Paul said, if anybody come to you and does not hold this teaching that we preach to you, but what he has is contrary to this, let him be accursed. This means all those who are telling you that God has spoken to them. They are all fake. Because Paul says, even if we the apostle or an angel, an angel. Now what Jesus wants us to know is complete now. It's sealed. So don't let anybody write another doctrine to you. That is exactly what Paul was trying to say. So if you go to church, and you have the Bible, and you also have your church doctrine, you have to be very careful. And this is what is bringing division in the Christian door. Because instead of us sticking to the one true doctrine given to the apostles, where we read Acts chapter 2, verse 47, 42 says, and the early Christians were holding fast to the doctrine of the apostles. If you don't do that, then we are embracing false doctrine. We're trying to find out if there was any standard doctrine given to us by the Lord. And after that, we can compare to what we have today. Now, both the prophets and the priest 
um, God. I'm reading this from Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 11 to 12. And I'm saying this because there are people today who are saying that God has revealed himself to them, so they have written another doctrine. They've, they, they, they've wrote, uh, written a book, and they are using these books as doctrine for their church. The doctrine of our Lord Jesus Christ was very precious to the early Christians. So they protected it as a chick or guide her ass. Very important to them. Now, my brothers and sisters, I'm coming to the end of part one today. Now, having know that indeed. Jesus Christ handed something over to the apostles and told the apostles to send into the world and teach the world to observe everything. Then next week, we can go through this doctrine of the Lord and compare to what we have today. Then that will guide us to say this is a false doctrine Oh, this is the right doctrine. But what I want us to read before I close the curtain down is where people come and say that God has spoken to me. And so, like we have, you know, the, 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 the book of Mammon. They are saying that uh, God revealed himself to Joseph Smith. So he has written this book of Mammon, which is another Bible to them. Paul says, if we, the apostles, or an angel from heaven, come and tell you that we have a new revelation, do not listen to them. Those people do their care. Now in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 11 to 12, listen to, you know, God here, regard, with regard to the prophet who claim God has, you know, spoken to them. And I read, it says, both prophet and the priest are ungodly. Even in my house, I have found their evil, declares the Lord. Therefore, their way shall be to them like slippery path in the darkness, in the which they shall be driven and fall. For I will bring disaster upon them in the year of their punishment, declares the Lord. Now, I'm just giving you just a gift of those who claim that today God speaks to them. So they are giving us a, a new revelation and people believe them and trust them. So they are bringing new teaching altogether and a new doctrine. The same thing happened in the days of the Jews. There were people who claimed they were prophets of God and God spoke to them but God said no I have not spoken to these you read Jeremiah chapter 23 and all of 23 so don't let anybody deceive you and write to you a new doctrine or a new teaching my brothers and sisters because of time this is where we draw the curtain for tonight next week we are going to see some of the examples of you know, Christ 
teaching or doctrine that he gave to us. And then we find out what a false doctrine is. Because when we know Christ's doctrine, we can compare to what we see today. And remember, Satan is using false teaching and false doctrine to destroy Christianity. And he has already achieved that. Look at the confusion in Christianity. What we see today is a pseudo-Christianity and not the real Christianity we read from the Bible. And I will explain why it is so from next week. So what I want you to do for me is to share my videos to as many as you can and invite people next week at the same time to join us so that we can deliberate on these uh, topics. Okay, we can talk more about it using the scripture to go in and find out why we say Satan is using this to destroy Christianity. God bless you that you always take time and follow me when you see me on the screen. God bless you. If you get time, my dear, visit any church of Christ in your community and God will bless you. Bye-bye.